Hi, I'm Phil Newman and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey everyone, I want to start by wishing you a very Merry Christmas. It's this coming week and no matter if you're by yourself or if this is your first Christmas without someone special or you're heading into maybe some delicate family dynamics, I want you to know that God's on your side and God's with you and you have all of our prayers and support and community around you because God's got a great plan and purpose for you and none of those dynamics, none of what you're feeling catches God by surprise and so he's got the grace you need to navigate this next season and still be filled with joy and peace and love that we of course are reminded of at Christmas time. Today, I wanna share with you from Luke chapter two. It says this, in those days, Caesar Augustus, what a great name. There's not enough Caesar Augustuses anymore, issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census, in fact, that took place while Quirinius, there's not enough Quiriniuses either, was governor of Syria and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee, uh, Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Verse six, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Today, I wanna speak to you about trusting God in the natural. Everyone say natural. Trusting God in the natural, trusting God with the natural. See, in this passage, seemingly very natural things, very normal, practical things, actually got Joseph and Mary to this very divine moment the way God wanted it. It was these political things, these practical things, these circumstantial things that actually got Mary and Joseph right where God wanted them. See, it wasn't like there was an amazing crisis that God needed to turn around. It wasn't like there was a spiritual uh, force of an attack that God had to break through. And this was practical. This was natural. This was normal. This is very earthly things that actually got Joseph and Mary right to the divine moment that God wanted them in. Today, I wanna speak about the power of the natural and trusting God in the natural and understanding that God is in the natural as much as He is in the spiritual. God is in the natural and can do something profound and miraculous and awesome in your natural in the same way that He can do awesome, miraculous things in the supernatural. This time of year, Who knows that there are lots of extra natural things to do. All the extra travel, all the extra shopping, all the extra stuff, all the extra family dynamics, all the cleaning you've got to do, all the budget you've got to save up, all the budget you've got to spend, all the extra natural we can actually see as problems that we have to navigate. When rather I would say, let's change our perspective and see all that extra natural as actually moments and processes that God can use in our lives. And I wanna encourage you today and teach you from the Word today about trusting God in the natural and even in the natural, God can do incredibly awesome things. Number one, 
The reason natural is awesome and important is, number one, the natural things mature us. The natural things mature us. You know, we all don't like really the word responsibility. And at the moment you might be feeling, probably are feeling a whole lot of extra responsibility. They are pressures, obligations, uh, jobs, tasks, things that you've just got to do. And these responsibilities can either crush you or build you. They will either crush you or grow you. But in life, in our journey with Jesus, natural things can actually mature us. You think of life, you think even in a church context, you know, my church context, there's a whole lot of things of rosters and late last minute phone calls from team members who are sick or can't show up to help with something or a plan that goes horribly wrong with something that we're planning for online recording or a church service or something. The, the list is endless, like your list is, of practical problems and practical challenges. You think of relationship dynamics, there's a whole lot of natural there. You think of your bank account, a whole lot of natural there. You think of your health, there's a whole lot of natural there. And all these things actually are opportunities for growth. Actually all opportunities for maturing. Actually all opportunities for us to grow and become more like Jesus. When we, I won't go into it now, but to get our little beautiful baby girl, Suki, we went through years of IVF and huge physical challenges. And honestly, the most crushing, overwhelming season of our whole lives. It was definitely the hardest five years of my entire life. Would I wish it on anybody? No, but am I grateful I went through it? Yes. And the day I came to church, the first day we came to church as a family, brought Suki to church, Someone in our Erina campus sent me a text message and they said, look, they told me this story of an older gentleman in, uh, in church and they were looking at a young leader and how it wasn't until this young leader went through a really hard season, something really blew up in his life and he had to really dig in deep with God and grow through it and walk through the valley of shadow of death and came out the other side that he really stepped into a fresh grace and a fresh faith and a fresh boldness and a fresh anointing for God to use him. And this older gentleman said, it wasn't until then that he had enough tears. And you know, God's plan isn't for any of us to experience tears. And it isn't, a, isn't his plan for any of us to experience suffering, but we know that God uses suffering to do something amazing in our lives. I wanna encourage you that all of the natural in your life that causes pain, that causes challenge, that causes uh, a suffering, that causes challenge are actually opportunities for you to grow, for you to change, for your depth to go deeper, for your love to go further, for your perspective to get higher. Natural things mature us. Some Christians actually uh, over-spiritualize natural things. They think that there's a demon in every admin problem or there's a spiritual force in every practical budget problem. And you know, I, I do think sometimes there are spiritual forces that attack and they hate you and they wanna have a go at you and rob, rob and kill and steal from you. But sometimes they are just natural problems and when we avoid those natural problems and cheapen those natural problems, we're actually avoiding the growth 
that taking responsibility in those natural problems gives to us. Don't minimise natural challenges and natural responsibilities. Don't minimise them, don't dismiss them. Certainly don't avoid them because it says you shoulder the load of natural things, especially this busy season, that actually you are given the opportunity to grow. 1 Thessalonians 5 says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, the spiritual ones and the natural ones for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. The Word also teaches us, be thankful in suffering, celebrate in suffering. Paul's teaching us, the Word is teaching us that even in the natural challenges, even in the natural pressures, God is doing something great in your life. So the first thing that we can see when, we trusting, when we're trusting God in the natural is we can give thanks and say, hey, these natural things are maturing me. Number two, natural things reveal God. Natural things reveal God. See, the natural, it has limitations. You do point number well, one well, where you actually stepping into the natural and accepting responsibility in the natural and doing the natural well, you will soon discover that natural things have limitations. And that is why it reveals Jesus so well. You do natural well, you will get to a point where you realise my natural and the natural isn't enough. I'm gonna do my natural well, I'm gonna be faithful in it, I'm gonna be working hard in it, I'm gonna be diligent with it, I'm gonna be consistent with it, I'm gonna do everything I can do in the natural, but it comes to a point where I need God to show up. Even when you do the natural well, you still need Jesus. You know, I grew up in church and played uh, piano in our creative team for so many years and we would do the natural well. We would rehearse well, I would practice at home well, I would memorise my music well, we would come up, we'd do a sound check well, and we would do the, all the natural things well, and we would play well, and we would uh, work together well, and we would songwrite well, and we would worship well, and we would do all the natural things well, but it, it absolutely always needed the prayer before the service that said, God, please take all of our plans and anoint it. Please take all of our natural and grace it because without you, this natural isn't enough. The natural absolutely reveals our absolute need in Jesus. We need to pray before, after rehearsals. We need to pray before an appointment. We need to pray on our way to family. All the natural things that you have, wake up each day and say, God, uh, absolutely got all this natural stuff and I'm not going to try to avoid it. I'm going to head on into it. I'm going to work hard in it. But God, I thank you that even in the natural, the natural will reveal you. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly or immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, those practical natural things, Lord, all the things I can do, all the things that I can ask for, all the things that I can imagine, my limit that's actually your starting point. So your natural isn't something to ignore, your natural is something to do, but then it absolutely provides an incredible platform for God to do what only God can do. You think in the Old Testament, 
uh, before Jesus, we had the law. Humanity had the law. And you could think, well, the law was uh, God's instructions and it was perfect and it was absolutely awesome. But even in the Old Testament, before Jesus, even in the Old Covenant, before Jesus, the law, the perfect law still was revealing Jesus because it showed humanity. It showed you and I about how much we need Jesus. You can't work your way into heaven. You can't behave your way into grace. Grace is unmerited favour. Grace says, look, the natural still shows the way to Jesus. Number three, firstly, the natural things, they mature us. Secondly, the natural things reveal Jesus. And lastly, natural things, I want you to understand this, natural things can be used by God. You know, yes, there are angelic forces. Yes, there are demonic forces. Yes, there are spiritual battles even right now swirling around heaven and swirling around this planet and swirling around your life. There are forces that are trying to attack because they hate you. And there are forces that are absolutely defending and protecting you because they love you. Our Heavenly Father is spiritual and supernatural in His outworking. There are absolutely incredible supernatural and spiritual ways that God moves and they are undeniable and they are clear and they are powerful. But I wanna tell you, God doesn't just use things, uh, use spiritual things, God also uses natural things. You read in scripture, you read about the donkey, you read about the ax head, you read about the stick that was thrown in the water, you read about the hem of a garment. You constantly read that God doesn't just use supernatural, spiritual things. God also is very interested in using natural things. And here's the problem with not understanding that God uses the natural. If, we're, if we cheapen natural things like you're facing at the moment, if we cheapen all the natural responsibilities and the natural things that we have in our life, if we get rid of those things, we're halving the tool belt that God can use. We're saying, God, you can't use a donkey, so you can't use uh, an ax head, you can't use a stick, you can't use the hem of a garment. So God, I'm not gonna have those things in my life and I'm only gonna, you can only work this way. And God says, hang on a minute, I don't work your way, I work in a higher way. And friends, that's why it's important for us never to box God in and say, God, you can only work with spiritual things. That's why when you say, God, even in the natural, you can and you do move awesomely. And you think in Joseph and Mary, God used a census, God used a political, social, survey. He used a questionnaire to get them to his divine purpose. God can use and is using the natural things in your life this season to get you right where he wants you. You know, you think about your life and your journey. If you don't yet know Jesus, there have been a whole lot of practical things that have got you to this point today. There have been a whole lot of practical things that have got you listening to this message today. You might be sitting by yourself on your phone watching church online today. You might be with your Christian family and you've been dragged along and ambushed and made to watch church today. You might be watching this on demand middle of the night when you've had a big blowout with family and you're in such a desperate need for answers that you've turned to church, you've Googled a website, you've found this message. 
for whatever practical reason, whatever natural thing has got you to this point, I wanna tell you, God has used it to get you to His divine moment. You are not listening to this today by chance or by luck. You are listening to this today because God used natural things to get you to the divine moment of salvation. See, God loves you. God cares for you. He has a message of only grace and forgiveness and acceptance. Your sin, your mess aren't reasons to stay away from God. They are the very reason to come to God. If you come to Jesus and you say, Jesus, I've got sin, I've got a mess. If you only knew God where I was at, I don't know if you'd love me. He says, I know exactly where you are and I very much love you. And I sent my son Jesus to die on the cross to break the power of your sin, to break the power of your mess. And if you'll come to me, I'll accept you just as you are. Friends, I wanna thank you today for being honest with God and honest with yourself. And if you need to be included in this prayer, I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray for you that your heart would finally experience His forgiveness, that your sin would be forgiven, that your mess would be healed. And whatever the natural reason that got, whatever the natural thing that got you to this point, I'm so grateful for it because God loves you, wants to forgive you of your sin. I wanna pray for you today. God, I pray for those who for the first time or again are getting their faith right with you. I thank you that you see their sin, you see their mess and you forgive them. I thank you that you don't condemn, you don't expose, you don't push away, but you embrace, you welcome in, you fill their hearts and lives with peace, love and joy. And I thank you that this is not a one-off event, but this is the start of a great journey of knowing you in Jesus' name, amen. For us all, whether you've known Jesus for decades or whether you're brand new to Jesus, hey, we all are facing a whole lot of extra natural things at the moment. At this time of year, it is there is a lot of extra natural. But hey, the natural things, understand they mature us. The natural things, they reveal Jesus and the natural things absolutely can be used by God. My hope and prayer is that in all of your natural, you would be asking God in or in all of the natural, you'll be trusting that God would do what only God can do. Be blessed, have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you again real soon, God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts and videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.